0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Hey guys, and welcome back to the group chat. I have signed up to a new gym and I'm so excited because I feel like my motivation and just my health grind is back. I feel like I lost it a little bit there. Did Since you? Were you in a contract here at the gym? Like, did you have to pay? No, I, well, I paid upfront for, it would have been like a three or six month upfront kind of fee so like whenever that rounds out which it ran out this month okay that's um, good I know and then I found this new gym and it is so nice and I was like where has this come from because where were you when I was looking like a month ago I mean a few months ago I think it's yeah it's not real it's really hidden and not well advertised at all so it was just like word of mouth but yeah it's so nice it looks really good and I'm like Whenever I go in, like I've had a few sessions in there now, and I've just had such a good workout every time I've been in there. When like my old gym, I just I didn't like I didn't want to go, and like I know it sounds really kind of like beaverish, but like I just I think the environment for me is a yeah, really I was just about really to say big say thing. That your environment, yeah. yeah, does contribute to your motivation, and it. I think by the end of it, it really was because yeah, like. My old gym, like, I I wasn't, yeah, I just noticed, like, I wasn't getting good workouts in and, like, I just didn't really feel, like, fully comfortable there. But, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to, like, just get my groove back and mm. it's so nice. Every Like, all the equipment is, like, brand new. I don't know if it's brand new, but it feels brand new. Yeah. Clean. It's not rusty. And, yeah. So, that's exciting. That's a little update of my week, but. Well, I did go for a very, very, very short trip to Melbourne on the weekend. Like it was, I don't even think it was 24 hours, honestly, because we're meant to fly in really early on Saturday morning. Pretty much I was just flown to go for an event um, in the night, on Saturday night. And when we got to the airport, our flight was cancelled and they'd moved us to one a little bit later. And I think what they had done is to fit everyone on the plane maybe because they merged two planes together, like two planes worth of people together. Mm. So they put us on a massive international aircraft. So why would those planes, why would those have been cancelled but they could put you on somewhere else? Uh, It said engineer issues. That's why we couldn't go on our plane. And I think just so they could fit more people on the next flight, they just upgraded the plane to like a big international aircraft so it could fit everyone. Oh, my God. What was the aircraft? What do you mean? What brand? Jetstar. I didn't even know they did big planes. Yes, of course they do big planes. Every airline, like big airline like (laughs) that does international and everything. Anyways, so we rock up to the airport planning to go on a domestic flight and it all ends up being like an international flight. We have to get like little stickers put on our boarding pass. I didn't even know this like was a thing. But And then we had to go through like the international section as well. Just to go to Melbourne. Just to go for like a one hour flight and like we had to go through customs. I had this 700 mil bottle of micellar water in my bag that I was hoping to take, which I actually am also not sure what the limits are for domestic flights because I was there is about, no limit. That's for what domestic. I thought. That's what I thought. So that's why I had it. Anyways, I rocked up to customs and I'm like, yeah. Like he laughed at me. He's like, yeah, that's not going on. And I was like, well, I was supposed to be on a domestic flight, okay? Like, Yeah. But yeah, so I, it was just a whole drama in the morning. Um, But it was cool because we did. We got put on a big international aircraft. It was like massive plane with like, you know, we were in three-seat row. And Did you have the whole road to yourself? Me and my boyfriend were in a three-seat row by ourselves. So oh, that's cool. it was just like. Just for a one hour flight. If they made me check out all of my bottles of like skincare and moisturizer and makeup Hair products <gasps> and everything, like I'm, I'm lucky I didn't take actually- all of my beauty products on the carry on. The only reason why I took my micellar water is because I was worried it was going to like crack open and like spill everywhere in my suitcase. But like but by that point, if you're going through customs, is it too late to check it in? What do you mean? So, like, say I, you were to go through with all of your makeup and all of your skincare and they would tell you it But to it can't it be over, like, 100 mils, though. Yeah, so if you were to, could you be like, oh, I'll have to go check it in or is it too late? I wouldn't have been able to check it in anyways, though. You can do checked-in luggage. Oh, yeah, no, I was well past that point. Yeah. I dropped so my bag at the front door. What if you had all of your makeup and all of your skincare? You wouldn't be able to take it because it was That's international. so bad, though. Like they shouldn't, should wouldn't you expect them to like give you a bit of a heads up and be like, oh, it's you're going, You're big schedule for was, an international aircraft. Yeah, I, I've honestly so never wild. been in that situation before, but I'm prepared now that if it was to happen again, I would just know like to not have liquids in my car. Be carry-on. careful, yeah. I mean, luckily yeah, it, it was, was only a very, mi- my very cylinder. random experience for a short trip. <laughs> I also feel like I've not really ever explored Melbourne that much, so I really wish I extended the trip a tiny bit yeah. just so I could like explore melbourne because i've never been like outside of like the small radius i really want to do melbourne for a few days because i have not yeah it reminded me so much of like england yeah we've only ever been to melbourne and stayed in like the convention center vicinity of like it's literally like a roundabout (gasps) and literally that roundabout is all we've ever been yeah So, but yeah, Yeah. it was that was my eventful weekend. I actually have a cute little story time, and I forgot I hadn't because I facetimed you the other day. I was going to tell you, but I completely forgot. I was at the shops the other day, and like I was super hungry, and I was like, I'm going to get lunch to take home, and of course. Right next to banana blossom, I'm going to get banana blossom. Which, if anyone listening doesn't know what banana You've blossom just is, made me decide I'm getting that today when we're at the shops. It's a, like a salad bar, and mm. we we've mentioned it quite a bit on YouTube and stuff. Like, oh, we put on our stories. <laughs> oh my god, the chicken satay. Salad. Oh, just no. <laughs> I haven't tried anything else on that menu other than this chicken satay. Anyway, so freaking good. So I go in and I order my banana blossom, one satay noodle salad, please. Yep get it all good the girl behind me must have ordered the same thing and like ordered just the same order as me anyway so everyone like who's ordered these kind of just like standing around waiting for the order and they were quite busy so it was like standing there waiting for like maybe 15 minutes anyways so the guy that was making our orders must have realized we ordered the same thing so just made them kind of together in like the same like sort of yeah like the same sort of batch and So when he made them together, he, like, put them on the desk together and said, like, two satay noodle salads. And so, like, we both went up to go get our order, but, like, because he said two satay noodle salads, it's, like, you kind of think, like, did someone order two rather than one? Yeah. Anyways, so, like, we go to grab it and she was, like, oh, like, did you order two? And I was, like, no. And then she realized who I was, like, when we, like, kind of had a bit of eye contact, she realized who I was and, like, noticed me and said, oh, my God, you are live! And I was like, yeah. And then I was laughing and, like, it was really cute. I was like, oh, we must have ordered the same thing. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And then she goes, I actually, like, ordered this because of you and started getting this because of you. Oh, my God. And now we've both gone up there to get our satay noodle salad that we both ordered at the same time, literally, like, one after the other. And it was just so cute. And it was like one of those moments where it was like really, a really rushed, like quick, like we just grabbed our thing and kind of left. Yeah. Yeah. And like it was a really quick encounter, but I kind of wish like, you know, kind of like it was a bit longer and I kind of said like, what was your name? Like we both, we said like, oh, nice to meet you. And like had a bit of a laugh, like as we said goodbye. But it was just so cute. It was like a full circle moment. I was like, oh, that's such a coincidence. That's so funny. But, yeah, if anyone hasn't had the uh, selector salad from Banana, So boss, good. Then, I'm going to get that today. Yeah, I might get that too. Honestly, I cannot get enough of that. Yeah, so on the topic of food, this is just made me think of it, but I love fishbowl, also like another salad bar. It's like a salad bar, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, me and my boyfriend get it quite a lot. And at the moment we're doing like we're just like doing a bit of a gut cleanse. So we're just like cleansing and like we've cut out gluten and like a lot of dairy and soy and things like that for a while. So like when we eat out, we will get fishbowl because it's, you know, you it can fits kinda, under that category and you can, you can like customize your own yeah. bowl and things. And we just love fish bowl in general. So we got it twice over the weekend. We got it Friday night and Sunday night and both nights we got the bowls and they didn't have the protein in it. So, like, it was oh. everything but just with the, the protein. Yeah. <laughs> and so it random. happened twice, like, in the span of, like, two days. Are you sure you ordered it? Yeah, we definitely ordered it and, like, we, you know, it was, like, through Uber Eats as well. So we couldn't even, like, watch them make it and, like, uh, yeah. um, you know. It's double check before they Double left. check or anything, yeah. yeah. So, like, the bowl arrived and, like, it happened twice and they neither of them had the protein in it. It's so random. And so we were, like, okay, like, this is really odd. Like, is this, you know. Personal thing, like it's obviously no, I'm joking. But you know, we just decided we're like, oh, we're just gonna go drive up to the shop, and because like, we also we don't know him, but like the store manager, like we're quite familiar with him because we're very like regular customers and like just social events as well. Like he's been there, and so we kind of he he we're familiar with each other. Yeah. Anyways, he served us there, and we're kind of just like, hey, like there's been this issue, like we wait, what, what. You you got it two times in a row on Uber Eats, yeah, and then you decided to go there a third time. No, we decided to drive to the store to like let them know because we were like, oh, after you had your bowl, yeah, you. just to like speak to someone because we were like, hey, this like we we're just like um you know very polite and obviously yeah. understanding because yeah. like it's obviously just an accident and mistakes and we're just like oh you know like we just wanted to let you know that this has happened twice like I'm not sure if it's something if your store's like familiar with like or has like is aware of this situation and like, you know, obviously just wanted to bring it up just to try and avoid it happening again and things like that. And he was like so sincere and like understanding. And he he mentioned that um there's like their training, like trainees and things like that. So it's just it like was an, probably just a step that just, got missed. Yeah. I think it's just an accident like of the workers that have just started and they're on their training and stuff. And they've just made yeah. like the mistake of forgetting to put the protein in. So that's kind of all it was. Well, I feel like at fishbowl, you can Anyways. watch them making it. So it's like, isn't it a little train station? Yeah. Where, like they've got like past their vegetables the vegetables, like, the meats and steps. the sauces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we kind of just like, he apologized and like, we were obviously super understanding and then we'll just like, it's just a mistake. And he he said like, yeah, it's been happening quite a bit. Like we're just, you know, training people and stuff. And so we kind of left it. And then fishbowl DM'd me like a few days After, and they're like, Hey, like our store manager let us know that you know you didn't get your two bowls or two of your bowls with your protein in it or something. And like, we'd love to just you know offer you like complimentary, two complimentary bowls or something. And I was like, Oh, that's so nice because like we weren't expecting any sort of like you know, what's the word? Reimbursement is that not uh, what's the word? It starts with a C. I can think of what word you're thinking of. I'll go to our DMs because I think I said it. In the DM. Compensation. That's oh, what i'm looking for. We weren't expecting any any sort yeah, of compensation. Yeah. But like just the fact that they DM'd me, like being like, you know, we obviously care about our customers, our loyal customers, mm. and things like that. Like we'd like to give you two free oh, bowls. Nice. So it's like, oh, that's so nice. And that was just my sort have of you used it story? Not yet, because we haven't had time, but mm. might go in sometime this weekend. Mm. I do love fish bowl as well. Fishbowl mm. and banana blossom, just so good. Mm. All right, we only have one TMI for this episode just purely because our next dilemma debate was quite lengthy. Um, But our TMI is, last year me and a friend walked down to this bus stop near our school. We were waiting for the bus and I really needed to shit and the closest toilet was a 10-minute walk and I would miss the bus if I walked there. I then decided to do the shit behind the bus stop shelter. <gasps> Wait. There was bushes. <sighs> what? She went. Just yes. in the bush. She squat. She squat behind the really? bus shelter and what went in the in bush. What's she going to with? I don't know. I then did my shit and felt better. However, it smelt so bad we had to cover it up with leaves. This is so TMI. This is so This is so TMI, like, especially after just going and talking about food. Then the bus came and we got on. I noticed that the smell was still really bad. People on the bus were blaming it on the bus driver. What if it, like, does it not seep through, like, your pants or something? Like, if you haven't wiped with anything, is it not, like, sitting right there? This is just, I don't know. This is crazy. I thought that maybe it was my arse that was smelling. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I got off at the stop with a toilet and went to the bathroom and wiped my ass and put on some spare undies etc fancy having a spare pair of undies on me? You, know. to be fair <laughs> though for some reason it still stunk I then noticed brown stuff on my shoe and the end of my pants I must have stepped in my own shit me and my friend laugh about it all the time especially since the next day we told everyone that was on the bus that I fell over and dog shit <laughs> I cannot comprehend. Like you are so brave and bold. You do, gotta go. You gotta go. But like in a bush, in a public bush, with nothing to wipe with. Yeah, is yeah, just next level. Is, yeah, that is brave. Like but I am someone that like when I need to go, and you guess, know, I'm what? also gonna hold on. This reminds me of a time when I was maybe like 16, and oh god, this is this like I just remember. Do I know? So, about this I don't think you were there. You might have been. I don't think you were, but me and like our best friend at the time, who I think we like mentioned, we've mentioned in a few episodes, but it was like around this age of 16, 15, 16, and like our best friend at the time, we were literally like so close. Anyways, we walked home from school back to her house, and like the house was <laughs> locked. Locked. But she didn't have a key for some <laughs> whatever reason. Sometimes she've got to take she her house to key get a to key. School. Yeah. yeah. So our usual thing, it, this was like a usual thing. Like if it was locked and she've got a key, we would jump, jump the, the fence, fence, and then we would somehow maneuver things in the backyard to climb through the bathroom window. Like this was like a usual practice for us. But for whatever reason, the the bin must have been too far to climb on or something, so we couldn't get over the fence. And I remember the both of us like pissing ourselves, laughing like. You know when you're, like, crying so hard because you're laughing so much and, like, if you need to go to the toilet, like, you are busting, you're about to wee your pants. We both had to, like, squat in the front yard. In, like, it was, like, fully exposed. There was no, like, fence covering us or anything. <laughs> it was just on the side of the house, like, where, like, the fence was that we would have climbed. And we had to squat and wee. Like, we had to, like, kind of just hide ourselves, like, near something. And just in broad daylight, literally we. Because you're busting so yeah. much. I feel like I remember it, but I don't know if I remember being there. Do you so remember having to climb the fence and like climb who. through the window? That tiny little window we had to like oh. we had to like cheerleader lift her up. Yeah. And I like I feel like I would have been there. I don't know. But it's so vague. Like I remember like that. Whole- I feel like we have such good memories with like that one particular friend like just yeah we, we were so co- random stuff we were so random and like we were just that next level close where like there was yeah. no comfort barrier or anything it was just we, yeah next level comfort around each other yeah um we were pretty unhinged though just things mm-hmm. we did All right, so our dilemma debate was actually a bit of a discussion rather than a debate this week. But we got we got you guys to send through any first date horror stories, and Ashley, we I know you have one. <laughs> you don't want to share? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I'd rather I, not. I I don't think so either. But it was it's. So I do funny. have a really but good one, but also like, I just. It's kind of like it's so cringe it's almost like I feel really sad like feel really bad for him because it was really cringe at the time yeah I would just hate for like it to you know oh god I just I, I yeah maybe not but anyways so we got you guys to send through some first date horror stories and I'm gonna read out a few So I met this guy on Tinder and he was so sweet, got my number and we were talking every day. When talking about meeting up, he suggested we do a gym session together and then get food, which I was like 100% yes. Flash forward to the date he was at first, so sweet and it was a fun session. We then get to the dinner where it goes downhill. When we were having dinner, he decided it would be fun to show me his Tinder and start swiping. This made me feel super uncomfortable as he would be comparing me to the girls on Tinder and saying all the things he likes about each girl and just kept swiping. What? What is going on in his mind to think that is an appropriate thing to do on a first date? so weird. I tried to steer the convo away from the app but instead landed on him telling me about all of his sexual fantasies and how he wishes he could have multiple girlfriends. She has like the death emoji, like the skull. Seeing my face drop, he quickly tried to recover, saying he doesn't do that now and would never. Oh Oh, my my gosh. gosh. I so hope that you went to the bathroom and had an emergency call with your friend to get you out of that date and then get home and never speak to him again. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, what in their mind would think that that's like. Like was I'm just curious. Did he genuinely think that would impress you, or was he just like yeah, so was it not like trying to impress you? And like, or did he just not care about the date that much that he just didn't care, didn't care what you had to think about? But that is so random that he would even bring that up on a first date. Yeah, interesting. Oh, that would just give me the biggest ick. Yeah, well, it kind of make me feel uncomfortable if someone's sitting there saying like, would, I wish I had multiple girlfriends, and then like comparing once, you to every single girl on the dating app, like. Showing you that he's active on dating apps. Okay. Back in school about five years ago, I had just gotten together with this guy in my year. We are both really beachy people and love the water. We decided to go on a subtle date to the beach and we both didn't like the formal date, dinner, date idea. Everything was going well until we were laying on the sand and we started to make out. Bracket. Bear in mind this guy had a cold and a runny nose. God, I think this is like a bit of a TMI as well. We started to make out, and as we were kissing, some of the booger—oh no, 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 uh, no, no! no. Uh, uh, <laughs> some of the booger from his nose slipped into my nose, and I had to continue on kissing him as if nothing happened, so it would, so it wouldn't make the situation awkward. I feel like oh. I feel like trying to pretend it didn't happen, and like n- not just laughing it off. Which I mean, I. Don't, feel like, it's too hard to even laugh that. I feel like I'm gagging thinking about it. I feel like it just makes it even more awkward because it's like (laughs) you both know what's happening. (laughs) You both know what's happening, and it's like it's also someone that you've like not really know. Yeah, like you're not not that comfortable with, and it's like sort of you're still kind of like sort of randoms to each other. then she goes at the end, P.S. You are the first I've ever told this story to as I couldn't even bear to tell my friends about it, lol, so embarrassing. Love you, girls, in the pod. Oh, Oh my God. I feel honored that this has first been heard on the podcast. And now everyone's listening to it. (laughs) No one knows it's you, though. Yeah. All right. I went on a first date with this guy and we went for dinner and a drive. We ended up at this nature park to watch the end of a summer sunset. Cute, nice little wholesome first date. Keep in mind, this nature park was a good 40 minutes away from our side of town. When we were leaving dinner, he mentioned his fuel was low but that he'd be fine for the rest of the night. And then she did the palming face emoji. As we were driving up a hill, the car started jolting and shaking and he was saying, oops, she's a bit low but she'll make it. This is like 20 minutes in and there's still 20 minutes to go well and then she goes dot, dot dot well he was wrong we had to get out of the car to push it over the hill oh. and then we rolled down to the bottom it just rolled the car down you get up the top of the hill and then just jump in but also like, if you're put going it in neutral and roll down if you're going in like just a dirt road to a national park like there's you're not going to find any petrol station surely Well, no. know so yeah oh, so where's where's this story know. going Anyways, rolled it down to the bottom. We then had to sit in the car and wait for his mum to bring a jerry can of petrol to give him enough to get to a petrol station. You're lucky you had reception service as well. I know. Like, imagine if you're in the middle of the. You're stuck with this stranger. Dark at night. That's terrifying. And then she goes, not an ideal way of meeting the parents' heart. He was so embarrassed, the poor thing. Oh, he would have (laughs) been. Oh, my Did God. Did you see him again after that? Yeah, I'm curious if, like, that was just – that was the end of it or what happened after. But it also, it's also funny because, like, when is an acceptable – I'm curious. This actually could be a really good dilemma debate for next episode, but, like, when is there, like, a what timeline do you meet the parents? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like everyone has different views and experiences like with it, but I'm curious – the- where in the timeline of Yeah. I mean, obviously, someone. like that situation was un like you couldn't, you know, prepare for that because that yeah. was just like <laughs> unavoidable. She's coming to save yeah. you. But yeah, I'm just curious. And like, where in like seeing someone like to dating does everyone? Do you get think, introduced to the parents? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good one, actually. One girl said he brought his entire extended family on our first date and we spent the whole day with them. What? Oh my god. He told me he was on antidepressants and in the shower told me about how his parents were getting a divorce. My bad for not leaving at the bar, but he was gorgeous. No shame in struggling, but not on the first date. He was trauma dumping. No, that's kind of sad. Yeah, that is sad. Is that, I wouldn't say that's horrible. Like, I feel like, is is that a good thing? Like, at least he's being open, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a little bit of, maybe it is a little bit too much for the first date. Trauma dumping on the first date. Yeah. Aw, poor guy. I have a funny first date story from about two years ago when I went to watch a horror movie with this guy. Firstly, the guy was super awkward and shy, which is fine, but already made things slightly more difficult because I was struggling to keep a conversation going with him. He also gave me that awkward side hug when we first saw when he first saw me. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the, the one side one hug over. Fast forward into about an hour into the movie, we were just sitting next to each other so awkwardly and not knowing what to do. And the movie wasn't that scary, so I decided I was going to go to the bathroom. I whisk- I whispered to the guy, I'm just going to the restroom, and he replied back with, okay, have fun. I struggled to hold him a laugh as I left, but I felt so bad because he was obviously nervous. When I came back, he said the movie was really scaring him and he decided to grip onto my arm and hands for dear life and dig his head into my shoulder (laughs) so that he couldn't (gasps) see the screen anymore. (laughs) I just tried focusing on the movie, but safe to say that I never went on another date with him. Oh, wait. I don't know if I, I feel know, yeah feel bad or like if I feel bad or embarrassed. Is that secondhand embarrassment? Maybe a, a little, little bit of secondhand yeah. embarrassment. But like, if you're scared of a horror movie, don't. Why would you take someone to a horror movie on the first date? And then
1: try that can't and be hide that cannot be real. Surely, girl.
0: like oh god, it's dumb. like giving. If he had like a blanket, he just hide under the blanket the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine if you're like scared of horror movies, but also just like. On a first date, and to whip that out is just a bit like whoa. <laughs> okay, last one. Someone said took me back to his parents' house and watched a movie with his parents. First date. <gasps> See, that's what like, I mean. Not even dinner before that. Well, I don't know, but that's what I mean. I'm like, this this is a very good question for next episode. Let's But say also, for next how like, would what he what stage it to his do parents? you meet? Yeah, what stage do you meet the parents? And like. Like have if you meet them on the first date, is that a sign that they just kind of let everyone meet their parents? Because obviously every parents are different, but I know like some parents are like very oh you can't bring someone home unless They're, you're you know, like serious, you're serious about, about them. About them. Yeah. So for like him to just take a random girl over to watch a movie with his parents, well, that's like what it even is. It is it like is it like that sort of vibe where it's like everyone, everyone he kind of like meets meets them. Anyways, let's leave that for next episode because I feel like that's actually a pretty good little dilemma. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Moving on to our advice hotline. Before we start giving advice, please remember we're not qualified professionals, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are lighthearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. Hey guys, I'm looking for some advice on long distance relationships. My partner and I have been together for three and a half years now and everything has been going great. My partner is a pilot and has recently applied and been accepted into the Air Force wow wow we found out about a month ago and he is so unbelievably excited about this and i'm so happy for him however i didn't know that he was going to have to move states which means we'll be doing long distance for a minimum of five months to maximum two to three years wow wow that's a really big shift in the relationship yeah he's leaving beginning of september this year i have no idea what to expect from long distance as all I hear about it from other people are bad things. Also, being in the Air Force military means there will be very limited amounts of time I will be able to call him or see him in person. I am so terrified and sad that he is leaving but I'm also trying to be happy for him as this is something he has wanted to do since he was little. If you guys have any advice on, or long, on long distance or anything, I would appreciate it so much. I feel so oh, sad for you. So like sad.
1: That would I mean, be, like, so
0: heartbreaking. Yeah, like but as much as. you want to be happy for him. 100%, like, as much as you're happy for him, like, that's. It's, like, gut such wrenching. a wrenching like, yeah. yeah. Like, imagine having to say goodbye and just, you know, it's such a big yeah. change and shift in the relationship from going, like, together for three years of yeah. having, like, no distance and then having to just do long distance for Could be up to you don't even know when but it could be and then on top of that very little communication like that's just so such a big adjustment I feel like I can definitely like help give some advice because I mean obviously unless you're new here you probably know I've done long distance and I did it for like a year and a half but I feel like my first initial like kind of advice is it's definitely not for everyone but I definitely think you're gonna have to give it a like a good crack yeah especially because you don't know when like how long it's gonna last and you're not gonna know how it goes until you try I feel like for my situation like when me and my boyfriend did long distance we didn't really know any better like we didn't like for example this situation is their only dynamic they know of is like being with each other for for three years years. whereas for us like we started in long distance so it's like that was what we knew like that was kind of I don't know like we didn't feel like you were familiar with it wasn't like you had to go from having you know a very close relationship seeing each other so often to then being pulled apart and having to try and adjust Mm -hmm. with all of those changes yeah um but nonetheless it's still hard like long distance is just horrible 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 oh, I honestly give so much credit I don't even know how yeah I think I I'm not even sugarcoating it It's it just it's horrible but in saying that it is doable and I feel like there is a lot of like long distance horror stories out there and a lot of people you talk to say oh yeah like it was so bad like you know a lot of people do have long distance horror stories of like their partner being unloyal or just you know whatever stories out there you've heard it but there is success ones and there is you know like there is good ones and i feel like i know i mean i personally i know a lot of like you know good long distance stories or like successful ones and i also do know a few people who like have partners in the army or like like air force or like you know military that, that's, yeah, or anything, or like yeah. that sort of job where they are away and like limited contact um so yeah, I know a lot of people who do have that and like it's I feel like like to go into something like this, the best thing you can like even if it, you know, just even if it's not right and it doesn't end like a happy ever after, I feel like the best thing you could walk away is knowing that you at least gave everything you could and, like, tried the long distance. So I definitely Mm. think, like, don't just end it here. Like, definitely give it a go and try. And it's probably going to, like, really, you know, shake the relationship up quite a bit. Like, if it's not something you guys Mm -hmm. are used to, like, you're going to have to probably go through a few, like, you know, rough patches of trying to work, you know, get used to it and work out the communication and, Mm -hmm. like, the new routine and relationship dynamic um but I think like live you would probably be able to speak way better on this but like you know obviously be super transparent and commun- communicate all the time and like yeah. I feel like this could be a good period for you to work on yourself and like you know all the you know time you have on your own work on yourself yeah like I guess don't stop your life yeah I think like one of the biggest things like long distance was good in the sense with was how like n- not dependent I was on like someone else and like it's really easy to in the start of the relationship kind of feel dependent on them because like, you know, you get through the honeymoon phase and you're like you're so excited like you, you just want to be together 24-7 yeah. and like – And you just like latch onto each other. like Yeah, and then you kind of forget about like what you were like on your own. But I feel like a, the good thing with long distance is like you are able to support each other from afar and like – Focus on yourselves at the same time. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like because he's going away to work, I feel like I don't know what the, you know, the I don't know what this sort of workplace situation is like. But I don't know if you can go visit him or he'll come home every now and then. Mm. I don't know what situation it is. But well, I think she said he's moving states, so it'll definitely be like. Mm fair distance like she you wouldn't you wouldn't just be able to drive there like it would be yeah that is really and like sad. how often he's like got breaks i don't know yeah but that would be yeah really really yeah. hard it's just I one think, of the things that like you both need to be on the same page with like if you will be able to like 100% like prioritize each other and like reassure each other when they need it and i like also feel like in one of these situations you just need to like You're not going to know what it's like until you're in it and, you know, you have no idea what the outcome's going to be, how it's going to go. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm like a really strong believer that like whatever happens is happening for a reason. I feel like the best thing you can do is just give Give it 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 a a go. go. And like you're really, yeah, you're really not going to know until you're in the situation and it's all playing out in the present moment. Like, but it's definitely not going to be easy. Like I, I'm i not going to sugarcoat it. Like, yeah. I think like there's really all you can do is just do your, your best and like put, you know, put as much as you can in to giving it a good go mm-hmm. and know that you've done everything you can to try and make it work long distance. But I feel like also recognise if it comes to a point where you're just completely breaking yourself in the process of yeah. like trying to keep this relationship together like don't lose yourself and just like break yourself in the process yeah definitely be able to you know acknowledge if it's right for you guys and your mental health (laughs) yeah and yourself as well because it would be really heartbreaking girls I really need advice this is a long one I've been with my boyfriend for five years. The first year was on and off. Some things happened. I was hurt. But after that first year, it's been good. Until recently. I'm a quite active person. I go to the gym five days a week and he isn't. I don't mind at all, but the comments I get sometimes about always being at the gym upset me. I used to let it slide, but I think everything is building up. For my birthday, my mum booked me to get my lips done. I've wanted them done since I was 16 and I'm now 23. I was super excited. On the day of the appointment, he told me if I go, we are over and I'm not allowed to do anything to myself, lips, Botox, boobs, anything. This made me quite upset because I'm happy with how I look, but I would love to get those things done, especially my lips. It's like I'm too scared to do anything now because of the comments or if he'll break up with me because of it. The reason I didn't get them done before I met him was because I was underage and didn't quite have the money. I also have always wanted to go live overseas and since going there on my own a couple months ago for a week, it's all I can think about. He thinks it's stupid and that I shouldn't move overseas. He also bought a block for us, like a house block of land I wasn't aware he came home until one day saying he bought a block and wanted me to go half then got upset that I said when I said no because I'm not ready for something that big and had no input in it oh I'm just this is so wild I'm just really confused I'm 23 Here's my only relationship I've ever been in and I don't know what to do I really love him but sometimes I feel like I'm not doing stuff I want to do because I'm scared like Mm. traveling or holding back on my potential with work. Five years is a long time to let something go and we have all the same friend group so I'll lose everything. I just really need advice. Everyone I know is currently getting engaged or buying a house with their partner. That's really scaring me knowing I don't know if I want to live the rest of my life like this. That is so scary. I just feel like I can feel her like anxiousness or like just so double-minded about everything. Like I just feel like I can sense it in that message. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of like controlling, Mm. maybe a little bit narcissistic and like I don't know about narcissistic, but I do feel like controlling in the sense like he wants you to be like it's he, like he, he wants you to be who he wants you, you to, be. to be, yeah. And like you, he wants you in this like little box. And like he went and you bought just that. Can't he went and like wait? First of all, the fact you go and buy a block of land and not tell your partner about it, but then expect them to put input in it. Well, that's that like I a find sign. wild. But I think that's like just a sign that he's, you know, it's like he's trying, trying to force. He's trying to like make her. Like Be who he atta- wants or like financially been. attached to him, so that he's trying to find ways to like not let her go yeah. or like you know control her and have have her re- rely on him, so he's like you know obviously the one with a bit of the upper hand. Yeah, um, that's like or like I the guess just sort like vibe I get. But I guess just like control you. Yeah, like very that's the, that's very the, controlling. Yeah, I am getting that vibe. I feel like in something like this, you. You definitely don't want someone holding you back and like telling you, you know. Like I can, he, I can. He fully, really should be encouraging you to like better yourself and like yeah, you should going be bringing the out gym, the best. You should be bringing out the best of each other. Like going to the gym and like if you want to get lip filler and that's something that's going to make you feel more confident. Like he should be so supportive of like anything that's like you know bettering yourself or like making yourself feel more confident. I'm kind of getting the vibe of like he's like trying to shrink you down to like a version of you, you that like. Maybe you were when, when you met. It's like almost like he doesn't, he doesn't you want to see like you outgrow him. Yeah. Like, I don't or like, know. He doesn't want you to leave him, maybe. <laughs> yeah, or, like, become better than him. Like, he wants you to make sure that, like, he still has control over you. He's the best. Mm. I don't know. I do get very narcissistic. narcissistic I mean, molest. like. I fully understand, like, you are five years into this relationship and, like, you have so much, I guess, attached to this person and, like, memories yeah. and everything. But, like, after reading that message, like, it's just you can tell that that's not your person. That's not your forever person. You're on completely different pages. You're completely different things in life. And I also feel like sometimes when you are with your first person, relationship or your first love you think they are your they you think they're like the only one in the world and like yeah you you know it's very easy to feel like they are your person when they're not because that's all that you've seen and and by that by the sounding of that message it's almost like you have you're just on completely different pages like you want different things in life and, yeah, and maybe like there's you a little look. bit of like anxious attachment style and it's like he does He's trying to keep a hold of you and like, mm. so you don't like go and like, you know, better yourself and get too good for him or like want to go yeah. travel and leave him and like, you it's know, almost like that's why he like rushed, bought a, a block of land without him. Yeah. It so you're like financially, you know, you're like but, attached you're to him. Yeah. And like, you've got some like ground where mm. you need to stay. <laughs> and I also think like when you were saying, you know, in five years, it's, you know, a lot to kind of just like, Throw away, away or or like, um, you know, you've got all the same friends, but I just like there. There is so much more out there, and sometimes people forget that, especially when this is the first kind of, you know, first love, first relationship. It's like you will go out and meet other people who, yeah, are on the same page as you, and even on the a similar wavelength in life than what you are, and you will meet so many other friends that aren't your partner. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, you're worried about like. Breaking up with your boyfriend means you're going to lose everything. Like something that's just inevitable in life is that you're going to grow in and out of relationships and friends and friend groups and like but as scary as it is, well, I also feel like if they're true friends, you wouldn't lose them. Like obviously it'd be hard to hang out in a group setting if you guys are a group, but also you're going to have Times in your life where you make new friends, like Liv was saying, like you have opportunities to make new friends that are like aligned with you at that, you know, of how who you are at that time of your life. But I also think like just because you break up, do you have to lose those friends? Like I know a lot of people who are still friends with like mutuals of their ex, or like even still friends with their ex. They just both realized mutually that they were not yeah like hang out one on one, maybe not in a group setting. But, yeah, but, like, you just, I don't know. I definitely think. Yeah, I definitely don't. I don't think this is your person, though. (laughs) And don't let anyone hold you back. Like, if you want to go live overseas. Or if you want to go and get your boobs done or your lips done. Do not shrink yourself to stay in this guy's little box. Like, it sounds like you just, you know what you want to do. You know who you want to become. You want to go live your life and travel and live overseas. Like, there you just have so much vision and like don't let him try and dim that down Um, you know what it's giving it's giving like angel and devil on the shoulder that's the kind of vibe I'm getting it's like you have like you know this one shoulder that's like telling you like what you really want like what you in your heart deeply want like you want to travel live overseas experience life and you want to do these things and make yourself feel better like getting your lips done whatever and then it's like he's like this little little devil that's like that's like telling you like that's not what I I, want you to do like that's not the person I want you to be like so yeah Mm. it is a bit like he's trying to shape you into or mold you into this version of person that he wants you to be yeah but I really yeah yeah I feel like as scary as it is like about losing you know it's just taking that leap that jump It's like the fear of the unknown. You only ever know this person. And and you're not like you're not going to lose like, yeah, obviously it's a big time of your life but that you're throwing, you're not even throwing it away. Like it's just a chapter that you're closing in order to open new chapters. Like it's just opening yourself up to so much more in life that you haven't yet experienced or people you haven't met. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need to close things that are no longer serving you in order to open those doors because you're never going to be able to, Go to those new, you know, levels and heights if you're just still staying in the same yeah, area and comfort zone. I fully agree. Well said. Well said. Wow. Okay, I think that's going to end our advice hotline for this episode. We're going to get straight into our hot drops. Liv, what do you have this week? Hot or drop? A drop and... It was actually, it was a drop. Wait, can I, I just say your lash lift looks incredible? I feel oh. like you haven't even mentioned it, but it should be a hot because no, generally the best so lash good. lift I've ever <laughs> had in my life. Anyways, my drop was I literally dropped my coffee. Anyways, like little context, a literal, literal story. drop, <laughs> like bit of context. By the time this episode goes up, as well, it would have happened like two weeks ago. But I was in a real rut. I decided to buy myself a new outfit. I bought this cool, like oversized white tee. And like mind you, like for an oversized white tee, it was like it's so nice. Like nice quality. And some new white like pants, kind of like jeans slash cargo pant vibes. Um and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna wear it today, this all white outfit. And I was with my boyfriend, we decided to just go get a coffee. And I had like some flowers, and like my, I think I had like my camera, like I was kind of just, like juggling all these things. And I had like a large, it would have been like an almond mocha. So it was like coffee and chocolate. And I was about to get into the car, and I'm juggling all these things. And I just, it's one of those things that happened all too fast. And I don't know what happened, but I was getting into the car. And this coffee just goes all down the front of me, all on my white T-shirt, my white pants. I was just having such an off moody day or moody past few days. Mm. And I was like trying to get out of that rut this one day and then that happened and I was just like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I was just like, I I didn't actually cry, but like I was just crying internally. I was like, you have to be kidding me. I just bought this whole new white outfit and... I haven't even worn it for an hour and I've just got this spilt down the front of me. I drove straight. It's also funny because like the car ride home was silent, mind you. And that's how moody I was. (laughs) I feel bad now. I drove straight to like a dry cleaner because I was like, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to hand it to someone and they can fix it. He looked at it and he was like, I don't do that. I can't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, don't people bring like wedding dresses and things to these places to like get professionally cleaned. And he was like, I was, was, he was like, what is it? And I was like, oh, just coffee, like coffee, mocha. And it was like, oh yeah, no, I'm not, that's not getting out. I'm, I can't do that. And so I left, went back home, ran to Woolies and picked up my like cleaning supplies. And after a few soaks and washes, I got it out myself. I know, it looks so so white. Yeah, well it kinda came out like a little bit shrunken and a bit vintage vibes. Like you can tell it's been through a lot in its life. No, it doesn't even look like that though. No, but if you saw like the, the tea the before photo if you, no, if you saw the tea but when I got it out oh, of the right. packet to what it feels like and looks like now. Right. You can tell it's giving vintage. It's gone through quite a bit. It's gone through But the stain, like for him but, yeah. to be a professional dry cleaner to say he couldn't do that. I know. I, speaking of moody and being in a rut last week, my PMS was so bad. Like I can't even explain. I was, this isn't my drop, but just last week I was just a whole different person. Like, I don't know what it is and how these hormones can have such an effect on our bodies. Yeah. But like last week I went through like five different personalities. Like, (laughs) Just I think I cried three times over the most smallest little things like just getting on my nerves and, like, just was so bothered the entire time and just, oh, my God, it was awful. I had the worst week. But <laughs> my drop, I've also got a drop now and it's following on from yours because I have a similar story. Uh, I put a washing on. Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask about yeah, this. Yeah, I put a washing on. And to be honest, this is really bad of me, but I've never been one to like separate my colours. Like I never do whites yeah. and blacks. Like I just throw everything in. I'm like, whatever, I just want to wash. And I did have a lot of light coloured in this wash. Like I had a big white tee and like a white jumper and like some undies and socks. And then I had a black jumper in there as well, which I feel like I thought it was going to be fine because like it's what, quite old. Like, so I feel like it's gone through a few what washes. Brand, what it was a Stussy hoodie, oh. uh, no, jumper. And I got, the like, after the wash, I pulled everything out and everything that was white was grey, like a dark, oh ugly grey. And I was like, no, I've just ruined all of these white things. That happened to me. And so I FaceTimed Olivia straight away and I was like, what did you do to get rid of it because you you just went through the same thing and I've never, like, well, had this. yeah, incident. I just went through the same thing with the coffee, but a year ago I turned my boyfriend's off-white t-shirt dark grey to literal off-white and I'm not saying <laughs> no yeah well, no it was literally dark grey and it's like he's one and only expensive like shirt like mm. off-white brand and it was that like a be, limited edition like you can't oh get this God. shirt again and I turned it dark grey and I nearly cried because I felt so bad I did end up getting it back to white but, again, it turned out looking vintage and I don't think he's worn it once since. So. Oh. Yeah. You ended up compensating, didn't you? I, I compensated a little <laughs> bit and bought in some shoes because I felt so bad. But it wasn't a limited edition off-wash. Yeah. Show. Well, I went to the shops and tried to fix it and I got, like, some colour removers and colour catchers and, like, all of this stuff. I soaked it in bleach, like like, not bleach, but, like, this stain remover bleach powder stuff. I soaked mm. it in that and, like, it improved, but it didn't go to as white as, like, whatever you That's did so to get rid crazy. of that stain. Well, yeah. I, you have to do a few rounds. I had to mm. do a few soaks. Same with uh, the white well, shirt. Yeah, I did a few. It was at, like, 8 p.m., so I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing anymore, and mm-hmm. I was flying to Melbourne the next day. So, so yeah, so- I think we ended up running to. Moral of the story is don't leave your washing up Also, us, I feel like Uniqlo is really underrated. Yeah. I went in there the other day and they've actually got really. I get a bit overwhelmed whenever I go in there, but I see people post their stuff and like a lot of basics. Yeah, good basics. Anyways, that's enough rambling from us this week, but thank you guys again for joining and listening. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you ever have any input or want to participate or have any stories or advice you need, Email, DM us, yeah. send it through. And, yeah, make sure you're following our Instagram, TikTok to get involved, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. You have now left the group chat.